What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. So gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So tell me, Shay, have I ever told you the story about Cody Spencer's tire changing experience in Red Fox, Kentucky? No, I can't. I don't think you have. So I'm going to do my best to keep this story completely PG. It's in Red Fox. That's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> once upon a time at one of the H-Word events, we can say it for this episode, one of the Heritage Truck Show events. Yeah. One of the Heritages, he always had the worst luck. And if you didn't know Cody Spencer, he was a former Freaks of Nature member from Stanton. And he just always had the worst luck ever. With every trip he made, something broke, something fell apart, something just went or whatever. Well, anyway, this one particular this one particular weekend... He was on his way out of town, and if I remember right, he had a body-dropped Zuzu pickup, you know, uh, a, a pup, a on 20s. What color was it? Primer, something like that. Well, oh, anyway. Okay. So anyway, he was on his way out of town, and I get a phone call, a panicking phone call. He's like, hey, man, I busted a tire. I'm like, okay, you know, what's up? Where you at? He's like, well, I'm at a place called Red Fox. I'm like, oh, oh God, okay. that's bad enough. I said, so, so. Do you have a gun? <laughs> Probably, I don't know. But but he said, I'm at Red Fox Park. I'm like, stay in the oh, truck. God. I'll be there in 15 minutes. So 10 minutes later, I get down there. Don't they sell meth at Red Fox Park? Oh, they sell lots of drugs at Red Fox Park, yeah. which is kind of where the story's going to go. So anyway, I finally get down there at Red Fox Park. And I guess technically it was a, or a Monday. He'd stay to a Monday because businesses were open. So we get down there, and he does. He has a 20-inch tire, real low pro 20-inch tire, that just destroyed. And he's panicking. He's like, what do I do? He's like, well, you know, no worries. I'll help you out. We'll get this wheel off. And I was thinking, I really didn't want to stay there, or I didn't really want to run to town, take his wheel, get a tire mounted, and get back. So I was being a good friend, and I said, I'm going to stick here with the truck. I'm going to stay right here with the truck while you run to town and get your tire. Hell, I didn't think nothing about it. So we start taking the wheel off, and out of the corner of my eye, I look over and I notice this this young lady, and I can say that term very loosely. This young lady over in highlighted the, word loosely, but <laughs> she was a she looked to be of a very very pure morals. Thank you very much. Oh, oh really? Um, really? She had as bad many morals as she did teeth. I'm afraid, and there were not many of either. <laughs> so I noticed she's over there. This this and she's just she's just a hybrid. I mean, missing most of her teeth. You know, tattoo no. in her arms is property of Billy, something like that. Done with a broken ink pen. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm looking at this girl, and she's like just totally checking Cody out. I'm like, well, this is this is funny. I'm already liking where this is going. But she has a little kid with her, a little girl. You know, two, three, something like that. This little pudgy thing. I mean, little little. She's more round than she was tall. Well, I'm noticing, and, and she's pushing this kid in the swing, and, and as she's, she's kind of looking over, she said, hey, hey, boys, hey, boys, and we're kind of ignoring her. And she's like, hey, boys, y'all into them lowrider trucks? And, and I just seen Cody <laughs> just skin just crawling. And, and I, of course, I had to ag it on. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy right here, he's all about him. And she's like, and she's like oh, that's a pretty truck there. That's, that's some fancy lowriders. And, uh, and I'm watching her, and she's getting closer and closer, and she finds another swing. It's one of these little molded plastic baby swings. And I'm watching her, and, and we almost have the tire off at this point. And I'm watching her, and she just she pretty much forces this kid down in this swing and just you know, right down in it. And, and she's pushing it, and a few minutes later, getting ready to pull the wheel off. Hey, hey, boys, I need a hand. Y'all, hey, boys, can y'all help me? And I look over there, and I'm like, well, what's going on? She's like, well, little old Bridget here, she's just too fat for this swing. And I, I can't get her out of it. She done stuck her fat butt in the swing. And I look at Cody. <laughs> Cody looks at me. And I'd already agreed to stay there with him, with the truck, while he went to town. And he literally, 
pulls the last lug nut off and that wheel comes off and I reach down and grab it out of his hands. I yank it up, put it on my shoulder. And I said, oh, this guy right here, the one that likes low riders, he'll help you with a little old chubby Bridget there. I'm going to go get a tire put on. I said, Cody, I got your tire. And I walked to my truck and the look he gave me, the look oh he gave me, God, if he could peel paint. And then I look over as I believe it, he's trying to pull this little chubby baby out of this baby swing. <laughs> And flips me off <laughs> all the way out. I give a salute and, and head right <laughs> off. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We are your hashtag, Voice of the Low Life. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host, Shay Mullins. Oh. And this is the episode you guys have always been waiting for. This is the Mountain Heritage episode. episode. <laughs> okay, so we've kind of pulled a fast one, you guys. Long story short, everybody out here was expecting the Heritage Show episode. We're going to say it this with this episode. We usually, boss, we usually mark out the word heritage, and I'll explain that another time. But we, th- this episode is going to be a little bit different. You were expecting the Heritage Truck Show episode, and we tried our best to give that to you. Now, there was a couple of little problems. Little problems. Little problems. Little, little problems that about, we won't, about five foot eight We won't problems. accuse anybody no, of. No, hashtag blame Farva. No, oh, oh that, that was terrible. <laughs> Well, we won't call Love any names, are. but quit that. We won't call any names, but one of our friends uh, might have, you know, got under the weather, and we felt it was best to not <laughs> risk because we had six special guests, and we've not we even announced a guest. We did, and it was going to be the weekend of, that we normally would and, have had it, and, and it was and, planned for over a month. It was hell several months. Several months. And it was. Everything was, had been weather. Everything we planned was just, it when summer started. Everything was just falling into place. We had the greatest schedule, including my dad, you know, yeah. who's integral to starting the truck show. Yes. And, and we were so excited, and then it just kind of fell apart, and we decided it was better safe than sorry. So we're going to get back to that. We will do that. Eventually. But that was going to be the weekend of it, and that's what made it so yeah. special. And, and, you know, we're sorry. But on a complete 180, we thought it would be a great time to bring in something a little different. And, you know, a lot of our episodes focus on Appalachian culture. We really get into the actual <clears throat> cultural aspect of things. And, 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 and I've often said on here, I'm proud as hell to be a hillbilly. I'm proud as hell to be from eastern Kentucky. And there's nothing more in life than I love than the mountains and the culture around them. It just makes me very happy. So when I was a little kid, one of the things that we looked forward to the most was the Mountain Heritage Festival. And for you guys that aren't familiar with that, here in Letcher County, Kentucky, that really... Already? Just gonna go ahead and finger fuck with that. <laughs> awesome. We good? We good? Quit. <laughs> so, 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 you know, Eastern Kentucky and Kentucky as a whole is known for, yeah, uh, this is how the, it is the, the whole time. Uh, the, Eastern, I usually have a spring. I usually have a spring and I, I go boom. Eastern Kentucky and Kentucky as a whole is really known for a lot of festivals, especially sh- around the fall time. Is the you know? rule if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it? Shake. Quit that. So, <laughs> let, let me introduce our guest here. Anyway, so as as every small town in eastern Kentucky and Kentucky as a whole has a festival, a lot of times they're in fall, you know, for yeah, example. It's, it's called Harvest Festivals, man. It's it, based upon the harvest. At the end of the harvest, when everybody would bring their food, that's why there were festivals during that time. You know, I never really thought about that. That's Is that true? The, it's true. Uh, once upon a time, the Paintsville was covered in apple trees. Okay. That's why it was called the Apple Festival, because that time around, the people would pick the apples, sure. make pies and all that, and sell them at the Apple Festival. Well, one of the things that you and I have in common, Shay, is where you've always put on an event along with the Apple Festival. Yes. You know, I thought yes. this would be a cool episode, because the Heritage Show got its start, not in 2003, technically, which was the first ever Heritage 
But in 2002, in September 2002, I was actually on the schedule as being the Mountain Heritage Festival Car and Truck Show. So in 2002, the first event that I put on solely, you know, with my dad and everything, that was the Mountain Heritage Festival. Then in 2003, uh-huh. there were some money issues involved, and honestly, I didn't have the money to get my name on the schedule because at that time, it actually charged a little bit. So I got away from the Mountain Heritage name, but I used the one word that people would tie in with my experience, and that was heritage. You know, I was a 22-year-old kid. Coming up with a few hundred bucks was pretty tough for me at the time. But anyway... I kept that one word, and I kept the weekend, and that became the success that it actually was. So I have an infinity for uh, – an infinity. Let me try this again. I have infinity. an affinity. Infinity. Not infinity, not forever. An affinity. You know what? I have a fond recollection <laughs> of, of Did, the Did you festival. do a stereo competition, too? In 1998. <coughs> I thought it was 2001. I did the <clears> – <throat> Mountain Heritage Festival Car Audio Showdown. That was a one-year event. I was a 17-year-old kid, and we had a whopping 10 entries. I tried it one more time on a different time of year, and we went down to seven. So at that point, I realized the stereo show was probably not my cup of tea. No, it's just how it is, man. But we've searched for an awesome guest for tonight. We don't have him for very long because, you know, it's been so long since we've done a podcast, we forgot how to hook everything up. Yeah, it's been... uh, How long has it been? People started asking me if we'd quit at this point. Well, let's see. You know, we try and put one out every two weeks, and we have not done that. (laughs) We have have done very poorly. Yeah, we're very far out. We've done very poorly here recently. (laughs) But luckily, I was able to find what I think is a home run of a guest, and this is somebody... That if I can do this introduction any justice, we are talking about the Mountain Heritage Festival on this episode. So I have managed to get a hold of a past chairman uh, the last two years. Is that right? No. No. Two years ago, you were past chairman. Third and fourth. Third and fourth. Okay. So we got a past chairman of the Mountain Heritage Festival and the only active member of the festival committee that is one of the original founding members of the Mountain Heritage Festival. And I want to introduce you. This is a Philip Hampton. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, God. It's absolutely awesome. I mean, you know. How's Philip coming in? He's coming okay. If you would, move your mic just a little bit closer to you. Perfect. Okay. Good. So anyway, um, yeah, thank you so much for, for joining us in this one. I realize this is kind of a little bit different experience, but I know that you enjoy talking about a little bit of the history and the impact of the festival. And it's something that there's no way that we can do it justice in the time that we do have. But I'll try and do a lot of the high points and stuff like that. But with something like this, Shay, where do we even start? You know, this well, festival. Well, I tell you what, I tell you where we start. I need caffeine. <laughs> so, and okay. these drinks are cold. Well, so we're getting ready to have some Mountain Dew. So, mi- mi- <laughs> so Mr. No, that's what we're doing. Mr. Hampton is not aware of the things that we do in this oh, show. Okay. But as you guys know, we like to treat our guests occasionally to a. Different Mountain Dew. We do a taste test, of course, the generic Mountain Dew challenge on on every other episode. And it looks like Shay has come up with something new for us. And this is the Halloween Um, episode. You referred to this one as uh, Mountain Dew Bukaki. (laughs) (laughs) Straight out of New Orleans. There you go. Yeah, so it is. It's straight out of New Orleans because it's Mountain Dew Voodoo. Now, apparently they do a mystery flavor. I didn't know this till last night, but they do a different flavor of Voodoo every year. Really? So this is not the same that been last year i didn't know that would you be willing to try with us before we get into story time so as we get ready to try this i'll go ahead and do my normal schematic this Uh, yeah absolutely cheers it's probably terrible actually it smells like strawberries it smells like an artificial flower shop pretty good that's pretty good then i have no idea what that tastes like it's like the blackberry type flavor bubble gum bubble gum (laughs) You've got you've got some overtones of bubble gum with a nice bouquet of, of some sort of artificial berry sweetener. 
And uh, this particular bottle is 270 calories with uh, a whopping 146% of your daily allowance of sugar. And what is so, it supposed to be? I really don't know. Kind of like nerds, maybe. This is nerds. It tastes like the nerd candy. Yes, yeah. I think you've nailed it. It tastes like the grape nerds candy to me. That's pretty good. But anyway, getting back <clears> on the like subject, it. thank you for joining us. I don't think it's bad. Thing. It's way better than some of the other ones we've drank. We drank some pretty bad ones, I have to admit, but thanks for the caffeine anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, how many, how many grams of caffeine's got? Does it say? 91. Something. No, this would kill my dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, getting back into what we were, the actual point of this this little discussion here, um, we do have, like I said, one of the OG members of the Mountain Heritage Festival Committee. And as I've often talked about, you know, when I was a kid, this is something that we so look forward to. We counted down the days. And I guess that's something that did you ever realize when you were starting this what kind of impact it would have not only financially but culturally as well on this area on Letcher County? No, we didn't. But we we were we were hoping that it would uh, bring in some money and, and and some stuff and and actually, 1982 was the first Mountain Heritage that we had. Okay. But I have to back up to 1981. Oh yeah, we want an origin story. No, absolutely. 1981, uh, the fiscal court. Roger Burke was magistrate, and he came up with the idea that everybody has a f- festival but Letcher County. Okay. Well, he didn't start thinking about it until <clears throat> uh, about June. So all we had time to do was to put on a, a pig roast. Mm, so, that sounds good. I'm about a pig roast. Okay. So we, we get this gentleman that worked for LKLP in Hazard. Okay. And he was going to come cook, and we were going to. It, it was a free pig roast for everybody in the county. Yeah. Now, so, is this is this a pig roast that used to be held out where the clinic is now, uh, in the industrial side? Yes, but the first one was at the county garage. First. Oh, cool. Okay. Probably about the first four or five was at the county uh, Electric County Road Department. So okay. we we were up there cooking, and and uh, so they uh, they started probably about midnight. That's cool. That's cool. The all-night pig roast. That's all, and always, all-night pig roast. Yeah. And there was a lot of things that went on. Was the potato salad? That we cannot, we won't discuss that went on at the pig roast. <laughs> <laughs> but but well, anyway. Well, those are the cor- stories we do want to mm-hmm. discuss. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, they have a, a, a oven that I've never, I've never seen one before and I've never seen one after. Phil, Philip, if you don't mind, watch the elbows on the table. Okay. That pops it real bad. Okay, and uh, so uh, they had this gentleman, and he he loaded it up, and I think it would haul, it would hold somewhere around eight big big pigs. Okay, holy crap, that's yeah, amazing so, actually. So anyway, that's like a horse they, trailer. He had a group of people there that was cooking, so we all went home late at night and come back the next morning, and uh, the uh, Letcher County Senior Citizens Programs would put up the uh, coleslaw and potato salad and stuff like oh, that. Cool. Well, we'll come mm. back. The only problem was. We only had five hogs. Three of them had been stolen. We didn't. <laughs> you mean overnight? <laughs> well, the guy that was doing the cooking well, took, wow. took three of them back to Hazard with him. Well, actually, he sent them with the guys that was up there helping. Oh, my God. And, and he tried to convince us he only had five. Well, I'm, I mean, you know, you've got this thing was set up with five different slots to put them in. So sure. we, we were there and we counted them all. But anyway, that's that's where it all got started. It was a free pig roast. Everybody from anywhere in Letcher County in Eastern Kentucky could come eat free. No kidding. And huh. um, that is awesome. So that was a that was a tradition started. But then we got together after the pig roast and come up with the idea that we were going to put on a festival. I had just become county treasurer. Okay. And 
Actually, I was not really into it because, I don't know, I just didn't feel like it would work out here in Letcher County if they, to start out with. Because we had we had uh, um, festivals all around us, and, you know, you, you, can, you can always yeah. get, get too many. Yeah, yeah. Well, but there's, anyway, there's one in every county. Oh, Roger Burke, he was, like I said, he was a magistrate, and he came come to me, and he said, now, listen, you come up for reappointment as county treasurer. Now, if you want to keep your job, you're going to be the treasurer of the festival. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, that's awesome. So I wound up. I said, well, I really need the job. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and go through this one year. Well, 39 years later, I'm sitting here. Wow. And it, it, was, it was one of the things that, that really, I, I guess you'd say. So you were 30 when you started, is yeah. that right? Wow, okay. And so, uh, you know, we've, we've been through a lot uh Bad weather, tornadoes. I swear, sometimes I think we had hurricanes that come through here, especially when the rain, when we'd have hurricanes out on the on the coast, and they sure. would, and the they would spin in here, and, oh, it, yeah. and it seems like at Mountain Heritage, if you don't have rain, you ain't gonna have no festival. <laughs> Maybe it's the word heritage. Maybe so. Maybe you know, it's a curse. That's word. one bad thing about that September time frame is it always seemed even yeah. with the truck show, it yeah. always seemed like we got just the hint of really bad weather. So actually, what we done, we uh, we had a uh, contest in the Mountain Eagle. To name the festival, and that's how Mountain Heritage Festival come really? about. Really? Yep. Really? So, so what, what were some of the worst ones? Do you remember any of the yeah. other submissions? Like, do you remember what anybody else come up with as a possible name? What were the worst ones you got? Uh, every, they, we had several that wanted to name it the Bear Festival, and okay. and, and just, you know, weird yeah. weird stuff like that. Right, uh, right, right. And, and actually, some of them were coming up with the same names that we had here at festivals. Sure, Apple <laughs> Festival and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Right, I got and, you, you know, we... we we put it at the end of the month, and, and hopefully that the trees would start turning. It would be a beautiful time in the mountains. The only thing that we did, we, we bucked up to one of the biggest festivals in the state of Kentucky, and that's the Chicken Festival. In, in London. Uh, in London. Yeah, okay. I so didn't realize we, that was the same weekend. It's the same weekend. Uh, also, the Sorghum Festival in... Uh, West Liberty? West Liberty. Okay. And everything. So it was... Uh, but we got off to a, a rocky start. Uh, we had nothing. Um, actually, we were pulling money out of our pockets to uh, to pay for the postage and sure. stuff like that. Wow. And uh, and actually, to be honest with you, we're, we're sitting here at Mountain Comp in mm-hmm. the old uh, Hoover's building, and the first Mountain Heritage tent blocked the street going up. Really, in front of the fire department. Towards and I'll bring this up. There could be some people might remember this. They used to be the suburban motel. I remember the suburban and the okay. uh, the Cardinal restaurant in it. So there was another hotel in Wattsburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the restaurant was wonderful. And we had businesses all up and down the street. And um, so we blocked the street and, and everything. Um, we called hell over it. Hmm. Yeah, you usually and do. we we never blocked it again. So you got a lot of a lot of ops. Uh, uh, oh, what's the word? I'm looking, opposition for yeah, that. Yeah, and it, it was it was kind what? of strange. The people that was really putting up the opposition didn't have businesses over here. Huh. And <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we had a we had a rest, really? restaurant here that uh, uh, was called Clara's. And, I remember. Oh, no, I don't remember that one. That's okay. I think and, Dad's talked about it before. Right. And then it uh, there was another lady bought it out and. Was Norm- that Carolyn's? Carolyn's. Okay. Carolyn's okay. Diner. Carolyn's. And most of the time that she she would make enough money on Mountain Heritage Week to pay all of her expenses as far as rent and electrical for the year. Mm-hmm. And wow. Everything. So it, it it's been really economical for the for the town and and, and stuff like that. But uh, 
going back to that first festival under the tent out here, we almost it almost doomed us because we had a security guard that was guarding the tent. And we had a guy that come in and he had trays with locked cabinets, glass on top of them, that had all kinds of rings and necklaces and stuff in places like that right there. So our security guard, he just decided the last night of the festival, oh, no. not that he was going to get in there and take him a, a few, he just took him two of the big sheets. Oh, my God. Wow. And then there was a gentleman from Whitaker Bank. Well, it, of course, it was uh, Bank uh, of Whitesburg mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Ron. Was doing uh, uh, spray painting uh, T-shirts. Yeah. And he stole about half or more of his T-shirts. Oh so, so you know, stuff like this trails. <laughs> yeah. So when we started trying to get people to come back in and put up, put in booths and everything like that, it, uh, it wow, did, it was it, it was hard for uh, <laughs> to get people to come back. Right, absolutely, yeah. But we we finally got it, and now we're up to uh, between a three hundred and three sixty foot tent. Wow, with uh, uh, arts and crafts under it, and, and it, it, it's come a long way. You know, it's interesting, and and and, and because of like my family and stuff like that, I've always seen it from a little bit different perspective. I've been lucky enough to kind of see a little bit of the behind the scenes. You know, I remember the pig roast. I remember being a little boy, and mom would let me sleep in the in the van at the <clears> time because dad would be out there all night. And it's interesting to see how many names, big names, in Letcher County have come and gone through that. You know, I mean, think about it. Wilfred Neese, Luther Mead, people like that, that have all had some of the biggest, most affluent families here have had some sort of involvement in it at some point. If I'm not mistaken, Hell Wilford used to literally fund the big concert series that they had here. He, he did, and i tell you a little story about that. I had, had a lady awesome. call me, and she said, I, I don't think it's fair that Wilfred Neese gets to pull his motor home down there. The Bluebird. I remember the Bluebird. In the, in the football field and, and watch the concert and, and and everything like that. And I hear that that Patty Loveless, after the concert, she come over and, and talked to Wilford. And I, I, said, well, I, said, I said, ma'am, I'll tell you what. You're more than welcome to pull you a motor home down there next year. And whoever you and, – and, 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 and well, and um, Wilford picked Patty. That's who he wanted to see in concert. And uh, she said, well, I might just do that. And I said, well, it's going to cost you about $12,000. <laughs> and she said, well, what, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, hell, uh, Wilford paid $12,000. So he, he paid for the concert. So I, I would it. assume he could pull his bluebird down there anytime he wanted to and park it. I love it. That is great. <laughs> but, you know, great. this is stuff that we've had to deal with for 39 years, people. Well, I oh, think yeah. any type of event, whether it's a festival or whatever, any type of community event, you're always going to get that kickback. There's always going to be the grumpy people that don't want to see anything happen in the area you know we have hell i'm not a nice guy but i love seeing stuff happen here and that's that's very cool um you know and lee let me uh say a few things about that That, that's that's probably what has kept me on the festival committee for 39 years after that first festival you know we've always had from the lower end to the upper end that uh Really didn't want to come to Whitesburg. The festival committee could not help that Whitesburg was the city that was seeing right, it. Of course, was uh, the middle of the town, and it was the county seat and everything like that. But it seemed like at Mountain Heritage time, the whole county, surrounding counties, would all come to Whitesburg, and it for 
three, four, five days. Yeah. Everybody really enjoyed everything. And that's the thing that kept me was seeing those people come and be happy and enjoy themselves. Eat, my God, let me, i tell you what, I, this, this past weekend I was sitting there, and, of course, I've, I usually do all the frying the meat skins. And I, I actually, I figured it up. You, he had asked, Lee had asked me to do this. So I had figured it up. I have fixed uh, 1,950 pounds of meat skin pellets in the last 30 years because wow. we've been doing them about 30 years. Oh, my God. So I, I would assume that you could probably not haul all those in a uh, tractor and trailer bed after they swell up yeah. and you put them in a bag to sell. What, wow. What's a meat skin pellet? Okay, that okay. Pork rinds. Oh, oh! You go to the store and buy you. a pork rind. It started starts out with a little old piece of really dried up fat back. Okay, I didn't uh, even know it's that. Usually, it's usually about that thick. Huh. You put it in boiling grease, and you, you take and you kind of keep pushing it down in the grease, right. and it just keeps getting big until it gets to the size that huh. you that you get. Now you know a lot of people comes by and says, "Are those baked?" Wow. Well, if you want them baked, yeah, they're baked. And me, and me, stand, me standing, me standing right there, putting put lard in, in that fryer. You know, I never knew how how an actual no, pork rind was no, made. I, I had, had no, no clue, no clue at all. So, so you know, one of the things that this festival does that I don't, I've not seen anywhere else in Kentucky, is that it's 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 much more than just a weekend event. It literally is almost a month long if you really look at it. When I was a little boy, and I told you this the other day. I got so excited when we go into the Double Quick gas station, which used to be Quick Mart back then. When we go into the Double Quick, and they would have the printed brochures, and they would literally line out the whole schedule for for a month. I remember, I think the beauty pageant was always the first event of yes. Neon, and, and I always remember that guy's name. I'm, I'm blanking on it. But then, like, every small town in Letcher County, and I hate that they've got away from this because I love this, every small town in Letcher County had their own part of the festival leading up to it there was Fleming neon days there was jenkins days and that was not segregated away from your weekend it was all leading up to it and this was almost like a crescendo type event and i've never seen another festival in kentucky with that kind of legacy leading up to it than this one and that's not kind of a homer thing because i'm not a festival person per se but i've been to a ton of them for various reasons and usually they're just a weekend you know thursday yeah. friday saturday but this truly felt like an event it was a very epic event that lasted almost a whole month long it still does. I mean, we hmm. uh, we start out with Isom Days. Uh, no, Jenkins. I always forget about Jenkins, Isom Days. Jenkins Days starts out uh, the last weekend in. Uh, oh, see, I didn't realize August. I didn't realize they were still part Isom of Isom is okay. Labor Day. Okay. Weekend, and then the next is uh, Neon Days. Okay. And and I guess the week before the Mountain Heritage is the Black Gold. Hmm. Well, so fair enough, yeah. w- once you start in August, it goes all the way through. Yeah, absolutely. To the, yeah, Last fest. weekend in September, and of course, then I guess maybe we are the ones that leads up to the Apple Festival the first of October. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah, that's true. And then you know, like a, you know that I don't know what's in middle you know, October, but you've got I you think, got uh, uh, after Apple Festival, you got Ginny Wiley Festival, which is ironic. I forgot about that. When you say that everybody comes from all the surrounding counties, you know, I was a big part of uh, Ginny Wiley of Ginny Wiley Festival at one point. You were actually. Are you going to figure out how to use that chair? No, no, this chair is confusing as shit. I have flipped so many levers in order to get to this far. Fair enough. Okay, right. just making sure. <laughs> I can anyway. shim you up there, Dad, if you need it. Would you? Would you, would you hold the chair for me so it doesn't <laughs> scoot anymore? Anyways, okay, anyway. anyways uh, you said everybody comes from around the whole county area, around. That that, that doesn't happen in Ginny Wiley Festival, Apple Festival. It's just locals only? No, and that's, a, that's the weird thing is that it's out of state people and locals. 
That really? That yes. is interesting, actually. The amount of people that I've met from, from Johnson County and Pike County said they've never been to Jimmy Molly Festival. They never heard of it. Yeah. And wow. Never heard of it. No, that's not even a joke. And I know tons of people. Now, you were actually on the, the committee. committee there. Yeah, that's I thought you were. Yeah, I was okay. chairman. Were you chairman? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I'm sitting among two pieces of royalty here for <laughs> uh, Eastern Kentucky festivals. I'm still the chairman of the Crank It Up competition, too. <laughs> right, okay. You're, you're a little, right, absolutely. I, I'm still that. I still got that one under my yeah, belt. Yeah, well, you know what? I have one thing on you when yeah. it comes to festival involvement that you'll never have. What? When I was in kindergarten, I dressed up as a chicken, and I marched through the freaking parade. Okay, you got me. Can you got pictures <laughs> of that? Uh, Stansbury. Is there pictures of KFC. In 1986 or 7, they sponsored my kindergarten <clears throat> class. I guess it was 87. And literally everybody in my kindergarten class is a private, or not private, it's a church school back here. Um, they actually dressed up as chickens. So there's a picture of me and my grandmother's on my grandmother's lap. Did you watch it? On my grandmother's lap wearing tights and a full red chicken outfit oh, at about six that, years I'm old. I'm going to get that picture. No, you're not. I'm going to get that picture. I'm going to give it off Joy. So, so Joy will want to show it to and me. Then, she won't show it to me. I'll then, take a picture of my phone. There's been a couple times that I've, that I've actually drove something through the parade. Uh, once upon <clears> a time, I think about 2000, my dad was running for office. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was his – I think it was Commonwealth Attorney is what he was running for then. Well, I actually pulled a trailer <laughs> – and the trailer, the big, and, and that's one thing, the Mountain Heritage Parade, the floats and stuff were so much more ornate than all the local festivals, it seemed like. They really had a huge parade. Man, I can remember when parades were real nice, though, well, like well, in, the early, in the early 90s. This one was good. This one, I've not been in a couple of years, but this one was very good. But I'm pulling a, So I'm pulling a 22-foot car trailer yeah. through the Mountain Heritage Parade, yeah. and, and, and it has big uh, vote for Ellen Mike Cottle, Commonwealth Attorney banners down each side, 20-foot banners. And, and we didn't know how to put them on right, so they're wire-tied and you know, hope and a prayer. Well, I'm driving the truck, and Dad is literally like Robert Wadlow. He's walking down the street and waving at people, and and he's you know shaking hands, kissing I babies. Can see like, that. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> it's still to this day, it's hard for me to visualize. But he was, and we were giving out hats and shirts and stuff. Well, the parade is over. We're all heading back out towards elementary school, the staging area, and one of those banners is kind of wiggling a little bit, it's coming a little loose. There's a car behind me, and I'm driving, and out of the corner of the, the rearview mirror, I see just a whoosh, just, a, just what in the hell is that? And I turn around, one of those banners had come off, and not only had it come off, it flew through the air, true story, Philip, and plastered face down across the windshield of this damn car behind us. And he hits the brakes and slides to a stop, and I can only imagine that guy looking at his windshield, and all of a sudden it's filled with 20 foot of vote for L.M. Mike Call. <laughs> I don't think he voted for Dad. <laughs> so, so I had to stop and apologize. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a good so time. So how did you have, did you really use bread ties? I don't know what the hell we use. I mean, wire ties or zip ties. I hope, but back that's you know twenty years ago. Hell, I don't remember, dude. Fair enough. But uh, but good memories. You know that that was uh, uh, being involved a couple of times is always fun, and having just a little bit of of that history there because I kind of feel that semblance of it being you know a home thing for us. So over the years, Philip, like I know you've seen a multitude of changes. You know, how has it changed in your eyes? Because you know, as a spectator. You know, I, I can I can think of a bunch of different changes, but how has it changed to you? You know, and and what for the better and what for the worse? The crowds have continued to get better and bigger. Really? Okay. Until, cool. Until this year, it was down some, but that was because of the, is that a COVID thing? COVID thing. Okay, it was sure. A big thing. Our, our parade was down, and you mentioned that. There's times that we have had uh, over a hundred, about 110, 115 entries in the parade. So that's wow. that's a big parade. They was always uh, awesome. That's up a big to four, four to five bands. Uh, you, do you all still have bands come to yours? We like the marching bands and stuff. So I'm talking yeah, about high school bands. Do, do you still have them? The problem come to is, this there's day? no high schools anymore. Here. Well, that's what I'm See, saying. We've we've lost two here in the county. Yeah. Well, I, I know at uh, one point, Lent, you're neon, we yeah. was having to pay 
a school's gas to actually come march in the parade. See, that, that's another thing, too. The expense has got for the bands, which they're a, a non-making revenue outfit, so sure. they, they don't make any revenue for themselves as far as, like, the ball games and stuff like that. So it, it got to where we were pretty much paying anywhere from 500 to $750 to I the band. I didn't know that. Yeah. To come here to, to march in our parade. Wow. Because of what you said, mm-hmm. uh, the school bus and and everything, and the driver, you know, the, wow. the school bus was like a dollar a mile, and then the driver you had to pay that. Then you had, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's just how it is, man. Uh, See, I didn't even know that. It, so. it, it, if you want a school to march in your parade, you don't have a choice. That's just how it is. Really? No, I truly had no idea. See, I thought people wanted that exposure. I thought it was nice to show off. I'd say in the beginning it was. I'd imagine it was before. (laughs) Because there used to be competitions between schools and local counties, and now there's there's no competition because there's only one in each county now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Pikeville has two, but Pikeville is the biggest county in the state. (laughs) Right, right. Fair enough then. Probably about four years ago, we had – was the last band competition we had. Of course, we were still paying the bands to come, but they were competing for – uh, anywhere to f- probably a, 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 a total of about five or six thousand dollars in the competition wow. that uh, the tourism committee and stuff like that. And let me and let me bring up one thing too. Please, we yeah. also we also have a small festival every year in a very unique little town at Blackie. Yeah, like that's in in October, and it's a it's a Friday and Saturday, but it's a, it's a really good little festival down there. They enjoy it. One of the cool things about Blackie is they always have a lot of the old historical photographs on display. You know, Dad and I mm-hmm. both purchased some of those over the years. It's cool getting to see those uh, because they have stuff that I've never seen. I consider myself kind of a Ledger County historian, and it always amazes me to see the pictures that they show up. You know, because we don't get to see those on a regular basis, like the Red Star Tipple, or not Red Star. But uh, the Woodrock Tipple and stuff like that, they're across yep. from uh, Ray Dean's, and, and that's that's stuff I'd never seen before. So they come up with some good ones there. Was Blackie ever a part of the Mountain Heritage Festival, the big month lead-up? Did they ever have their own part? No, it was always after. Okay, I did always after. That. Well, gotcha. you've got every weekend tied up. Well, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I guess hmm. you got so, a good point. So do those other festivals exist before the Mountain Heritage Festival? Yeah. No. It was the beginner of all. Black Gold was... was well. uh, Probably about three years before us. Really? Man, I haven't been to Black Gold in years. What is the draw of going to Black Gold? Festival? Myth. Fair. Myth. And fried Twinkies. I like fried Twinkies now. Those are good. Deep <laughs> <laughs> fried Oreos? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I mention myth? <laughs> <laughs> the deep fried well, I, I, I will tell you, this year we had a uh, a booth that fixed... Uh, deep fried man? Uh, Did you deep say fried deep fried mayonnaise? Myth. Oh, <laughs> deep fried mayonnaise! I can see, I can see that out here. Honest to God, deep fried pumpkin rolls. That sounds amazing. I would eat that, dude. Hundred percent. That, that actually sounds kind of unreal. I, I would eat that. And, and you would not believe. And they had they had two or three other things, you know, deep fried uh, Oreos and stuff like that. But you would you would be surprised at the line that. Uh, was there all from I'm, hell? I'm intrigued. I, I, I would try that. I would love to try that. Dude, Don't, I I hate to say it. The, one of the guiltiest pleasures ever was a deep fried Oreo. So I can't imagine a pumpkin. Man, roll. You're, you're, you ever had deep fried cheesecake? No, I have not. But I've heard of it. Oh I've my never, god, I've never tried it's it. It's great. And so, red velvet cake balls. Oh, oh my god, mm, that's yeah. delicious too. <laughs> Anytime so, you roll red velvet, it's good. So, what things are no longer a part of the festival that you miss? I mean, because there has been a lot of changes and stuff. What's missing for you that you used to enjoy yourself? I terribly miss 
to pick roast. I mean, that was I thought that was the highlights. That was always the weekend before the festival. That yeah. you know the yeah. pig roast is what really kicked it off. You know, right. I don't I don't know of any other festival in the local area that has a pig roast. Dude, it was such a social thing. It was such again I mean, like, like legit. Said, even if you charged people to come down there, I don't know of another festival in the local area that has one. You know, I remember like I said as a kid, yeah. I remember being there late at night with Dad. <clears> you know, and him hanging out. It was, it was mostly usually Shriners and stuff like that that kind of seemed to have the most involvement. Well, in you know, the, you, you had those organized. Uh, people that organized it, which was Luther Mead and, sure, and yeah. Wilford Nace yeah, and, yeah. and Ashley Mead and Shepherd Coal Company. Uh-huh. And, and uh, well, and they was they was just a bunch of people. Then, and we, uh, Golden Oak, Golden, yeah. Golden Oak Bill Mining Sturgill Company had this huge, I mean, it was like one of those big uh, propane tanks mm-hmm. that they had taken and cut open and fixed the grates in it. And, and we, we would go get that and use it because, you know, when I talk about a pig roast, we fix pigs, mm-hmm. turkeys, hams. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Chicken. Um, we 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 fix close to about five thousand pounds of meat. Good God, for Jesus that. Christ, we, that'd be awesome to see. It was amazing. It's some good memories from <clears> our kid. We we fed over five thousand people. So you you touched on something that's very interesting to me. You know, kind of a student of economics of this area. Um, the loss of the mom and pop coal companies. You know, Bill Sturgill and, and stuff like that. Have you seen an adverse effect towards the festival? I mean, without their money, without their involvement and stuff. Or? Yeah, it's made it tough on us. We've yeah. tried to, we've tried to replace for them with some other people that sure. donates to the festival, but right now we've we've got it pretty much to where what we take in from the food booths as renting mm-hmm. those spaces out and under the tent, uh, we get a huge boost from the from the carnival mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everything. So we uh, we tried, and of course we've got a food booth in it and, okay. and everything and. Uh, it's uh, it's amazing if as long as we've got enough money to start the postage and send letters out in the next year to get started and, and brochures and that kind of and stuff and everything and and you know if this is a year around job I, I oh, got oh yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I got I got a uh, email Monday morning mark down September the nineteenth through the twenty fifth two thousand and twenty two. <laughs> From from the chairman. <laughs> nice. That's cool. So nice. I mean, you know, we're we're starting the day after the festival and everything. One thing that you you asked me about what I hate to see the most, being there thirty nine years and and over there cooking for the festival and everything, is not seeing some of the people that was always big festival goers that goers that has passed on. Sure. Yeah. And you know, we we have people coming from California out west and everything like that. Really, mm-hmm. oh, th- wow. this was this was actually reunion weekend for families and and class reunions and everything sure. like that. They would they would plan it around the Mountain Heritage Festival because that was a draw. Yeah, give them an excuse not only for the festival yeah, or for and, the reunion right. to come in and enjoy but, the uh, That's kind of cool. You Good know, you, you look at the crowd and you see all those people that uh, is no longer with us, and it's it's, it's kind of sad. It oh, really yeah. is, uh, but. It's it's a great time. If you want to have a good time, we always have good music. We have great music. Probably one of the better music groups uh, schedules that we've had in a long time. Yeah, I thought this year was for good. Ever, for I every night. There, there's been times that we've had really good one-nighters. Well, I know one of their openers was Cletus T. Judd. You remember the comedian, the country music really? comedian? He was the opener, yeah. Really? Yeah. He, and it weighed um, Oh, what was I'd the I'd like name? to see Cletus T. Judd. He yeah. done a great job. He had a pretty big... Uh, you know, you've had some amazing names over the years. John yeah. Michael Montgomery, Billy Joe Royal, Aaron <clears throat> Tippin is the big, you know, hell, Billy Joe Royal come at least twice. I have a picture of him and Lois eating fried chicken in the MCHC conference room on Main Street somewhere. 
and uh, you you've had some amazing names over the years. Let me ask you it, this on oh, the on the music. Guys. You're totally going to ask what I'm going to ask. Yeah, the, the, what problems? Yeah, no, not problems. Oh, okay. What is the weirdest request you've all had from a musician? Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> because I, I mean, I've been involved in it and I've heard some well, weird ones. Didn't you have to like completely rebuild the stage for Aaron Tippin or something like that? Yes, we did. They they will come in and they will send you a diagram of what what they want. Wow. If if they mm-hmm. want it forty foot and a half. They won't take it 40 foot, or they won't take it 41. They they will literally get out and measure your stage (laughs) and see how it is. They also will give you a list. We want uh, six Bud Lights, four Coors Lights. We want a fifth of Makers. We want a fifth of Crown Royal. Oh, my God. We want sandwiches with certain types with a certain brand. I mean, we've actually had to go to Kingsport to buy bread and, and sandwich stuff because this is the this is the brand that they want. Oh, I can believe it. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's like you've got to have eight towels, ten bottles of water, and they tell you where they want them put. And it's and it's <laughs> and, and, and listen, it's like I guess it's the manager. He comes out and inspects, and if it's not there. Whoever's playing is not going to come out of their, out of their motorhome, you know, on stage the, until it's it's there. One of the weirdest requests, and I want to say it was the Kentucky Headhunters. They wanted the home cooked meal. Yes, I've heard that about the Headhunters a couple of times. Yeah, you know, we, they had we had the Headhunters here just a couple of weeks ago, I guess, and uh, we fed them right here. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> that, that, that's what they like. Slaw burgers. Yeah, and the, a skate. They wanted uh, gravy and biscuits. They wanted breakfast. Is what they yeah. was after. And, I, I've actually heard that before. And we had to, you know, but as a committee, we paid for the food, and the committee members made it. But that that's what they wanted if they stayed here. You know, then they asked for hotel rooms and things of that nature, but that was one of the strangest requests. They wanted that's, that's, a home I've heard that before. Meal. That's so funny, man. I think JW may have even told me that. So, like, if you could change something about it going on in the future, you know, if you had a magic wand that could change something, what would you do? Well, I'd probably bring the pig roast back. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that was, you know, Eastern Kentucky Mountain people. There's one thing they like more than anything in the world, and that's eating. <laughs> right. uh, that's God's honest truth. And, and you know, and, that and kind of, staying that, up all night cooking too. Yeah, yeah. and that, yeah, we enjoyed that part too. But that, I think it always with that really good, good cooked meal up yeah. there, and it was free, and everybody got started, and they were ready for the food booths to open up and and, and stuff like that. Um, I will tell you back to the music, and I, I got to tell this story. And it was when I was chairman of the third and fourth year of the festival. I got this call from from this guy, and he he said, I, I I'd like to come over and and play with you, play for you all on Saturday night or Friday night. And um, I said, How much? And he said, Well, twenty five hundred dollars. And I said, eh, Yeah, we we don't have twenty five hundred dollars. He said, Well, I can't come any cheaper. Well, about two days later, he calls back and he says, "Well, I think I can come down to fifteen hundred and four motel rooms." And I, I said, you, "You don't understand. We we don't have money like that." And he said, "Well, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't come any 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 lower than that." He said, "I wish I could. We really need. We've got an open date. And we really need yeah. to play." Well, the next year, I tried to get a hold of Ricky Skaggs. Oh gosh. Hmm. Nice. And I couldn't even talk to his manager. Oh my God, that's who it was. He yes, he had wow. went he had went wow. from begging to come play for us to you couldn't even talk to him. 
Wow. So I mean that was always that was one, that was one of my big mistakes, you know. <laughs> wow! But how could you know? You know, you know, really. What year would this have been? Do you think it was probably the th- it was the third third year? So eighty five ish, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's great, man. Hmm. So was there ever any acts that came in the music acts like that that you just immediately knew they'll never be welcome back? That was just an absolute disaster. You know, actually, we've been very lucky That's cool. with okay. with uh, with our music groups, and we're we're kind of picky with the ones that we sure. get. Sure, you know, and we we usually get some insight on them from other festivals, and then you know, unless the festival says, "Hey, man, you you, you don't, don't want, want them," want yeah, they're mm-hmm. nothing but trouble. That's cool, and, right? And, and we kind of listen to it. Is there like a camaraderie between other festival committees? Do you guys kind of, like you said, compare notes and stuff? Do you talk back and forth about this worked, this yeah, didn't? Yeah, we, we, we talk a lot to the to the Black Gold. Sure, okay. uh, actually, to be honest with you, if it hadn't been for the Black Gold and, and the Gingerbread Festival. And the Not County one, right? They actually, in our beginning, they were just a few years ahead of us. Okay. And, and we borrowed stuff off of them. Oh wow! They, okay. they would, they would, you know, their festivals were over with, and and we would. I remember one time we went over to Knott County, and picked up uh, probably uh, seventy five American flags, and we. Wow. And at that time we had parking meters on in Whitesburg. <laughs> sure. And then we taped a flag to every parking I remember, meter. I remember the parking meters and everything. Exactly. So, uh, they 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 were. They helped us get started. Well, that's cool. You know, people that are doing something like that, they want to see what's best for the region. Right. So it's not a lot of selfishness. So you don't really have competition with other festivals. You seem to actually work very good hand we, in we hand. We try to work with them all, even cool. even to the local festivals, and you know anything that we can do to uh, to help them. And it's it's the same. You know, if there's anything that they can do to help us, they uh, always leave hmm. uh, a helping hand. So wow. we've always had a good relationship. There's more camaraderie over here. At Genie Island Festival, no one helped us. Really? Yeah, like, you know you know <clears throat> what we would do? We would go to festivals and hand out flyers at their festival. Oh, my God. That, 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 <laughs> that's about it. And even then, that's got, they kind of frowned upon They kind of frowned upon it? Yeah. I got you there. Yeah. Well, that's that's absolutely awesome. And we've got a pretty good insight onto the beginning stuff. You know, I would be remiss if I didn't ask a couple of experience questions before I let you go because we've kept you longer than I intended, and I apologize for that. Um, yeah, that, you may have to explain to my wife why I'm not, not home at not, 8 o'clock. Not a problem. <laughs> not a picture problem. here, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, that being said, and, and well, let us ask you this, and I'll let you go. You know, your experiences with your mom and Renfro Baker. You know, my dad insisted that I ask a little bit about this, and I'm not even going to lead in. I'm going to let you kind of talk about that. Uh, I don't know got, what's going on now. Renfro was on the festival committee for, for several years, and actually he was on it until they would almost push him in a wheelchair, and he would sit in the in the, in the the booth there. But um, probably in seven and eight, nine festival, um, Renfro and his mother would come up to the festival grounds, and I, I could Oh, show- I thought it was your mom. It was Renfro's mom. It was Renfro's okay, mom. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oops, sorry about that. And... They would come up there, and I can kind of show you where there's a dip in the ground. And they would literally dig a hole and set up a moonshine still and make moonshine right there where the, where the music crowd is in front of the stage. That's awesome. And, I mean, it was, it was, uh, was kind of like 
the real moonshine, you know, here they are, and they're, they're sitting out there, and his mother's got overalls on, and and, oh, and so she's cool. the sweetest lady you ever met in your life, and man, they could. They, but she they, knew how to cook a batch. They knew how to cook a batch of moonshine. <laughs> of course, there's been some another gentleman that that uh, set up his still and and uh, fixed it for for several years here too. We won't we won't call no name, but no, no, absolutely I'll, I'll give not. you. I will give you a hint. He does sign my payday, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he might share initials with. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, Philip Hampton, past chairman of the Mountain Heritage Festival Committee and the longest reigning member on the committee. We really appreciate you joining us this evening. I'm sorry to take up so much of your time. Oh, it's great. Thank, thank you for providing us just a little history. And um, that's been awesome. I, I really appreciate it. Do you have, do you have before you leave, give us one story that you've never told that might be a little edgy here. Give us something good to go out on. I will. It, this, this happened at a pig roast. They were two gentlemen up there. Have no reason why they didn't like each other, but they did. And it was, and I'm I'm trying to keep them apart because I'm afraid they're going to fight right there in front of everybody. This goes on, and <clears throat> we're closing down, getting ready to go home. And all of a sudden, I look over there, and they're talking, and they leave. And they go to another location in Fletcher County and to party with some other people. One of them, they become best friends. One of them leaves his wife and stays at this location for about two years. And as far as I know, they're still good friends, but he did finally go home. But uh, <laughs> and, and let's say this, you know, the festival, they've been a, a lot of good times. They've been a, probably a lot of divorces. And, I'd say so. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a week. Things kind of maneuvers around and <laughs> well that's awesome we've kept you long enough man i'll send that i'll send that message to your wife tell you you're with us i promise thank you mr ham for okay. your time we really appreciate it man thank you i appreciate it i've always enjoyed talking about the festival and and, well, and, and the stories that goes with we it. love hearing about everything around here we can the culture okay. of this area is great thank you sir thank you guys man philip is a fun guy to be around so you know he is technically my boss so that is kind of an interesting dynamic there but he really got into telling the, the history of it and stuff. And, you, and, you also heard that, the stuff he told after he got a fair. You know, just like the Uncle Doug episode. Yeah, the, the good Uncle, stories Oh, my come. God. The Uncle Doug episode, the, the stuff he told afterwards is priceless. <laughs> you know, I should have asked him how many fourth graders he could take. You know, I started asking about the yard sale, and I actually, <laughs> I actually forgot. No, nice. I would love to have seen his reaction with the fourth grade thing. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been priceless. He would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, we're not necessarily a uh, uh, yeah yeah. So we're professionals, <laughs> really. So that we're was also, kind of we also end up showing up at shows on time too. Mm, yeah, when does that happen? <laughs> never. Yeah, so. It's never going to happen either. No, it's not. Um, so this was kind of an episode with our intentions that since we weren't able to deliver the H word episode, hashtag blame Varva. Since we weren't able to deliver the H-word episode due to circumstances beyond our control. You can thank Robbie Williams for that one. 
That's 100% Rob Williams' hashtag. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I, I told him that on the phone today. He just, he just got like, oh. But anyway, yeah. but no, we thought since we weren't able to deliver that, and who knows, this yeah. is this is much like the Sonoma ever getting finished. It may never happen. I know because somebody bought yet another truck instead of working on the Sonoma. Can we buy yet another truck? <laughs> but it's a 435 speed. Look, man, I, I tell you what, going back. Well, first Why don't of all, you just buy Rangers? That well, way I can buy them off of you when you're done with them. No, <laughs> but anyway, Man, man's got dreams, dude. Well, see, I've got my fleet now. I've got what I want. You have a, you had a fleet before, yeah, but I have the completed fleet now. So I have the blazer. So does it have side skirts on it? Yeah, the it new one. It, it actually we'll talk had, about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. And I literally just bought it to put an air, and it's and it's every, the fault of everybody that was here for the H word cruise. I blame everyone. So it's your fault just as much as everybody else. I, I figured as much. But yep. So you going to are you going to leave the body kit on? So anyway, this episode was kind of a yes, I am. This this episode was kind of a a we couldn't do a mini truck related episode. Yeah. When we were supposed to deliver the H-Word episode. So we did a complete 180. Did we do an episode over the cruise? I don't think so, dude. We didn't. No, because remember, that day was supposed to be the H-Word episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, the cruise was so, great. Yeah, so so yeah, the, uh, the weekend after Labor Day, a lot of the the diehards and, and a couple that had never been is the funny thing. Like, you know, Robbie had never been to the H-Word show. Man, he missed but out. But we had, what, 20 trucks? Show up in town just randomly. I'd say there's at least twenty. And, at least twenty. You know, that parking lot was filled when we parked over at the church. Yeah, literally. Our irony. And that was yeah, really. And that was such a cool visual. Really Looking was. behind us and seeing just a bunch of trucks lay out, and that cost me a lot of money because literally that day, that night, I'm like, shit, I'm gonna have to buy. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to buy another truck. There's no way around it. I have to get something that I can put on air because you know the Sonoma is such a long term project. My goal, and I've said this publicly, I think is to have the frame completely done. Your wheels are already done, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the frame completely done at East Tennessee Showdown. I want to take it and debut it at East Tennessee Showdown, completely finished. That's all the powder coat. That's all the paint. That's all the polishing, et cetera, et cetera. Won't have a motor in it because I'm really, really thinking about a supercharger. But, mm, but oh, you have to say, blower or supercharger? Uh, a root blower. Oh, yeah. yes. Big top of the... Oh, head. God, yeah. Yeah. Big top of the top oh, of the motor. Yeah. Uh, yes. Big, big, and, the and three it, dot thing. I don't know what those are called. The breather. Yeah, this, the air scoops. The air scoops. scoops. Yeah. yeah, but yes. And then, like, you got the yes. open one, the shotgun bill scoop and stuff. But anyway... Uh, There's a guy uh, with a Blue Ranger that has one like that. Really? Oh, and it's beautiful. I'll show you pictures of it later. Well, I've seen a couple of Pro Street S10s with them and stuff. And it's that, it's that bagged. Really. This one's not for Pro Street. This is a bagged job. It just I'm looks not cool. sure that I'll do that direction, and the only reason why is not the money, although it is kind of crazy money. Yeah, it is about um, five grand for one at least. The one I priced was about three, that's and, and that's a smaller wine one because I don't because I, I just want to run like one carburetor. It'd technically be less than six seventy one, but I don't think at that point they get on the same naming conventions. I'm not sure what they call it, but just a street charger. Um, but it's a big, it's a blower. It says on top of the, mo- the motor goes. Long as it makes the whiny sound. It, it makes a whiny sound. sound. Right. <laughs> that's what's really important. <laughs> And uh, but anyway, the only reason I'm not 100 percent sure about that is yeah. because I would want to powder coat it red. Oh, yes. And the problem is, is when you take a supercharger, you take it to such a level of removing seals and things like that, uh, it becomes a lot of work. And if you're going to buy a brand new supercharger just to tear it down and to pay a shop a huge amount of money to put it back together, 
Ah, there's a lot, oh, of, a lot of trepidation. You got a good point there. Plus, my intake is so pretty. Your that intake one, is pretty. The one that Vic did. Oh my it god, that's so. But pretty. Vic would also have to do the supercharger. Oh too. duh, yeah, that, that's yeah. already 100. percent There's no doubt about that yeah, at all. Uh, so. And he does turbos on a daily basis. I mean, but it does powder it's coat different. Turbos. You know, he does. it's just different. So, man, I got a bunch of stuff for him. Powder coat, so much stuff. Well, you know, he is joining us October 17th, the day after the Kentucky State Police Show. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I need a set of wheels with tires on them. Huh? So I can bring my junker. Oh, to the state police show? Yeah. So, um, you know, we've not really talked about that much on here because we've not had an episode in a month. But uh, has it been a fucking month? It's right at it. Man, we're good. We we're, are, we're 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 on time. We do podcast goodish. <laughs> we are goodish podcasting people. Goodish. Yes, it's it's we're we're goodish. Oh my god. You know the eight and a half listeners? Not yeah, anymore. Not anymore. Four we, and a quarter, baby. <laughs> four. Yeah. Join the four and a quarter LCD podcast <laughs> oh listeners. Oh my god, that's great! Yeah, that's sadly probably you know, true. You know what's awesome is that we we're sitting on three pieces of art for shirts already, and no one knows what they are. So we can't talk about it. No, but we can say we got them, and that's but fun. We actually do. Thanks to graphic, and there's a couple of fine tune adjustments being yeah. made right now. But oh my yeah, like, god, they look good. Fuck, they're great, man. What? Their stuff's always so good, though. It I, really is. I literally, and that's why I was talking to Eric about it because Kelly, Kelly Ferguson, actually, their designer there, did all three of these. And I wrote Eric as soon as I got him. I said, "Oh my God, she is a she's a peach, man. She is unreal." And I said, "I seen him. I just giggled." He said, "I did too." He said, "Before they shipped out, he said I did too." He said, God, they're awesome. And again, we can't really talk about them, but we have the three pieces of artwork ready to rock. I don't know when or how we're going to do this. Yeah, but we're going to do pre-orders on them this time. You think I know, so? Yeah, because I, I, I want I want to make sure that everybody gets the right size that they wanted well, and the color they wanted. We're not going to make everybody wait until March to see the shirt. So when are we going to debut? No, we'll probably artwork? debut them probably maybe next, maybe the end of next month. You think so? Yeah, because okay. I would because I, we want to do pre-order and we want to have enough time that far to pre-order. Time? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because we, we have to order them like well, three months or something. Well, I don't know how far they're backed up right now, you but probably we definitely, should, you probably I, I need to find out. Yeah, yeah and so, what we know. As soon as I get the finalized artwork, I had a couple little changes, um, but as soon as I, and it's my fault, I didn't send a picture of one of the characters that's supposed to be on the shirt, so Kelly based it off of, I guess, just the best guess, and it didn't look like that character, and, and we'll explain later, and it's totally not her fault, it, it was awesome, it's but, a, but the problem was it looked like Cody Kirby. <laughs> I'm did. just saying. It did. It yeah, did. It if anybody like, knows him. It looked like Cody. It and really you'll understand does. the humor in it when we reveal what it's actually supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're, they're art. They're artwork. They're, they're, and I know that's stupid. I mean, they are fine art. I can't get over what they did with our stupid visions, you know, I know, baby. stuff. Now, you did say one thing. The, mm. One of the things needed to be a little bit more rapey. And, yeah. and I'll, see, I'll see what really, I can't do about that it one. It really does. It looks clean, man. It shouldn't look clean. I, I was trepidatious to write that in an email. You should uh, not write that This word. needs to be rapey. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not uh, going to get us any brownie points. I, Heather used a more fancy word for it, and I don't remember what it was. Really? Yeah. I'm very curious what it was. You know, I've had the worst time trying to come up with fancy words today. I wrote an email to a sheriff, to a Wise County sheriff today, mm-hmm. uh, because the state police show. Hmm? I think this is really super cool. I'm really stoked about this. Um, there's going to be some police presence from other departments down here. Yeah. Like other here. states? Or yeah. Other, um, why? Two different states. Because I, because I thought it'd be cool. And it t- is cool. But, but, but uh, um, you know, this is... Jason Stein, investigator Jason Stein in Wise County Sheriff's Office, a mm-hmm. uh, very good friend of mine, and I actually had the opportunity to be his mentor in college. Yeah, the, the 10-foot uh, tall guy. The 10-foot tall guy, right. He's 6'10". Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is their PAO officer at Wise County Sheriff's Office, public affairs officer. And I asked him, I said, look, we're putting on a show. Uh, 
and not really we, but you know, I'm involved in putting on a show that's going to be a heavy mini truck show. Hint, hint for all you listeners. Legal dragging. I can't say that on the flyer. Okay. Let, you let, are allowed to Cover drag. your ears. Guys, we're going to have chaos like heritage. I'm not. <laughs> no, it sounds weird. Just, it sounds sleazy when you say <laughs> it. It really is sleazy. <laughs> Legit, October 16th in Weisburg, Kentucky, will be a smallest show, so don't plan on something. No, come for the chaos. Word. Come for the if chaos. you want to come for the chaos, come for the chaos, guys. There will be legal dragon. Now, we have the worst McDonald's on earth, so uh, yeah. stay away Decent from Taco Bell. Decent Taco Bell. Decent Taco Bell. I've heard the KFC is awful. I've heard only thing I've ate there is the chicken sandwich, and you can't uh-huh. fuck up a chicken sandwich. See, it's, I heard they fucked up a chicken sandwich. I heard really? It was super dry and gross. Yeah. My mom was good. I've ate there twice. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. I've never, I'm not. But, so you know, it, that all goes with who was working. Yeah. So, anyway. The Wendy's is good. The Wendy's has always been a fixture of yeah. the, the H word, too. And uh, all the Mexican restaurants are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paco's in Jenkins is great. Yeah. And everything in Weisberg is shit. Sorry, guys. It's true. It really is. So, uh, and Lee's, they might Lee's not, even, amazing. They might not be open. open. They might yeah. not be open. So. They have five employees, dude, total. It's so sad. They have to take, They have to close one day a week just to get uh, to get their employees a rest. Do you know you can go in Black Food City and they'll fry you a hamburger and shit? Yeah. You know that? But, you know, why? I, I don't You go into a double-quick gas station, they'll do the same thing, but I'm not going to do it. I've heard the ones and at Food City are pizza good. rolls, Robbie Williams, are gross. No, they're not. They're good. Or Justin. Or is it Justin or Robbie that likes them? All, of them, all, of, them, all yeah. of them like them. Uh, they're good. Uh, Man, uh, how long has it been since you had a pizza roll from Double Quick? I was a fucking teenager. We need we need to refresh this on the air. To eat a pizza roll in the air? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make you eat one. And no. see, we're going to see if you actually like it now. I'm not going to like it. You will, though. I don't like pepperoni. It gives. Uh, well, it they gives had a Philly steak one, and it was wonderful. That's a Hot Pocket. I don't know. If so, I want to eat a Hot Pocket, do, do, eat a hot do you pocket. not like Hot Pockets? Yes. Do they better when someone else does it and you don't have to? No. What? That's a rule. Because I have rules for it. It has to be wrapped in a wet paper towel. Are it you, has to be served on a bed of lettuce. What? You eat? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. You eat Hot Pockets of lettuce? Yeah, I do. That is... Because cause I like ranch dressing on them, and then it makes it a salad, so it's kind of healthy. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I did it today. Uh, why don't you just dip the Hot Pocket in the ranch? <laughs> Well, because I like the lettuce, too, because it makes me feel like I'm not eating pure fat. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Sh- fair shut enough. up, Shay. Don't <laughs> apply logic here. Uh, so do you eat your your pockets with a fork? I do. Oh, my God. Absolutely. 100%. That, that is... Self-respectful? No. I don't just caveman no. and just cram it in with both hands. I always try to cram it in with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> Give me granny, I'm eating dirt. <laughs> Speaking uh, of eating dirt, you know, dad is the one that Philip was referring to that used to make moonshine down mm-hmm. here uh, at part of the Mountain Heritage Festival. Yeah, it's, well, it's another uh, episode of Mike Cottle's Weird Hobbies. Weird Hobbies, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's legally licensed to make ethanol fuel. He has a federal license to make ethanol fuel. I wonder if ethanol which is, is actually cheap to make. No. <laughs> no, 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 God, no. no. Okay. Fair. No, the problem is getting it to the right proof. It needs to be at least 160 proof to be able to function in a vehicle as a fuel. Really? And, and that's not always the easiest thing to do because you have a bell curve. Your first few batches are lower proof. Your last few batches are lower proof. So if you're you're cooking until you run out of your mash, it's your bell curve, your middle. So let's say out of seven. So the gallon, middle's the drinkable part. Is what you're talking about. The first ba- the first runoff, the first gallon or so, that's called your fusel oils, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is nasty. That's varnish. That is chemicals that you literally can't drink. It will kill you. Uh, it literally 
smells like turpentine and it feels like baby oil. It's bizarre. Really? But then after that first gallon or so, it comes out clear and it's really good. But then the last gallon, you know, your mash is losing its potency when you have your uh, backings. That's your that's your junk, and the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 proof goes down with. Like I said it falls a bell curve. Let's say your first gallon is 120 proof. Mm-hmm. You go up 140, 150, 160. You'll drop back down 150, 140, 130, 120, 110. And huh. uh, and you know, drinking moonshine, they usually cut to 100. You know, that's what most people don't realize. There's no real sense in drinking 160 proof. It's just to say you did. I mean, you know, like sipping moonshine is 100 proof, 110 proof. Yeah, I mean, like Everclear. I know you've no, you know you never drank it before, but I know what it is. It's liquid. Yeah. It's liquid panty remover. It really is. I mean, like you can pour it on a wall and it'll melt mm-hmm. through a fucking wall. Yeah, and that's 190. Is it that high? I knew yeah. it was way up there. I yeah, it's, sure. it's it's bad enough. But you know, 200 proof is literally pure alcohol. It's almost unachievable. Yeah, I, I don't know why anybody want to drink that shit. Well, <laughs> it'll make you go blind, <laughs> right? So, lots of things. But things. But dad actually went out and actually was cooking the moonshine there for several years. But he's such a college professor type. I mean, he wants to talk about the history and the chemical. You know, his actual and recipe come from Popcorn Sutton. They were very close friends, and I'm sure I've said that on here before. Um, and his recipe come from him. So, I mean, he really got into that lord of it, you know. He didn't want to talk about, yeet, yeet, you know, Popcorn got interviewed by Johnny Knoxville. And uh, he danced with Jessica White and that bullshit. He actually wanted to talk Man. about, you know, the fucking TV moonshiner culture. That's I ruined. Hate that. I, hate that's, that shit. I hate you know, that fucking shit. I went, it's so, so fucking So this vague. past weekend. I went to Scrape Fest in Newton, North Carolina, which was cool. I hadn't been in, in a long time. It's smaller than it used to be, um, and it's in a different location, so it wasn't the same vibe, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We didn't get to stay too long because Dad and I went. We were just kind of taking a dude's trip and stuff, and, and we wanted to get back up to Wilkesboro because they were having a big show called Prohibition, and mm-hmm. that's, not, that's not my kind of thing, but it's, it's hot rods, but a lot of ratty stuff, which I do dig. Uh, and, and, you know, in the hot rods and the rat rods, I look for inspiration always. I mean, there were some cool bags. Almost, hell, 80% of the stuff there was on air. One of the only rat rods I really cared for ever was a uh, a tow truck. Okay. A bag tow truck. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Man, it was wicked looking. Laid out. It even had the hook and everything on it. It was rusted. Really? Yeah, man, it was Okay, weird. that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know. It was like a 70-ish model. Uh, I, I, I would love to see it, actually. But, no, at that festival... <clears throat> They, it was a, it's shaped like a T. It's at the Call Family Distillers, which is where Dan Harvey holds the Friends in Low Places show. So I've actually DJed events there, so I was very familiar with the area. Um, but it's shaped like a T, and, and it's an old airport. So the runway is where all the show vehicles were. They had a couple hundred. It was pretty impressive. How was the temperatures outside? Hot. It was, it was, it was surprisingly hot. It was pushing 80, and on that pavement, just like Revolution, oh, yeah. it made it even worse. But um, the, the middle part, they had live music, where they had all these vendors. But, like, there's so much of the... I'm Jimmy Bob Dale Yeehaw. I've been featured on, on Moonshiners TV. Look at me, yee oh yee. And just so much of that shit. Please buy my shirt because I don't have a home anymore. <laughs> I was only on for three episodes and I'm living off my 15 Man, minutes of fame. You ever heard of Lizard Lick Towing? Do you remember that show? It's a goofy It rings a bell, but I don't it's remember. It's on the anything. same level. You want a mini yeah. garage shirt? Yeah, that's cool. I like that shirt. Those guys are cool. Jeff's cool. He really is. I, I really dig the pink and blue together. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing a. I'm on Mountain Time, Pine Mountain Outfitter shirt, and they're not in existence anymore because it's a small business. Yep, that's what, how it goes. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Talking about Lizard Leak Towing. Oh, the, they keep bringing them to the local festivals like in like Floyd County. Really? They bring them goofy motherfuckers here, and I'm like... So it was like when they bring the... They look, they look like a bunch of hybrids well, that are you know, not from here. They bring the, the, the dumb fuck a Turtle Man or something. He's that's at a, a lot of local festivals. And when... Uh, he's a, he is local, though, isn't he? 
Ain't he from like? He ain't from Eastern Kentucky. He's well, he's close to us though. But you had the quote unquote Snake Man of Appalachia, yeah, Verlin Short, and his series literally only lasted three episodes before they canceled it. Uh, but he was a snake handling religious guy. Uh, I, I liked him, nice guy. Always very good to me. But then he got busted for a big time drug ring. And yeah, I guess he was H bombing the snakes, and that's why they didn't bite him. I don't know. That makes sense. But he was set up at every damn festival that would have him, and he'd show up with like a, a hat made out of like rattlesnake skin and stuff, and a lifted eighty eight to ninety eight Chevy that said like Snake Man on the front and oh my stuff. God. And it was always kind of sketchy. But I, um, I honestly, got you. You seen the picture of the turtle man? What he looks like. Just some like toothless yeehaw. Yeah, he does, yeah. and he looks like he smells like a like turtle shit. That's <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> if you can, that's a, that's a hell of a look to pull off. If, isn't if, it? if, if you've ever been to an aquarium and went to mm-hmm. the amphibian section and you no, smell it, smell. Right. Yeah, that's what he looks like. He smells like it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what's happened since since we failed miserably in delivering an H word episode. We I mean, took who needs to fucking month. call a guy to run a turtle out of their house? A fucking turtle. It's not going to run away from you. Is that was that his shtick? I thought he just like fished for him or something i thought he just liked no he gets them out of people's legs and shit like nuzzled with him and you know well i'm sure he does like he smells dude, like turtle shit like so that I'm dude in. with the ducks and pigeon forwards that one oh time. yes yes the well, get get a little, get, get, reflex get a little shell action yeah <laughs> they can't get up once they're on their back man why didn't you guys ask him if he fucked them or not I was so taken <laughs> aback, and he wasn't there the next time. It was just, we went back around, and he was a, gone. What a weird motherfucker. He was back in the Super 8 room doing his business, man. I'm just saying. Feathers going everywhere. <laughs> That's how they get Looked like a slaughterhouse when they went in the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is one of those episodes uh, that started out with a semi-respectful guest, and I just immediately took it straight to the gutter. Uh, I miss this. So, Jay, so this, we should probably start a podcast. You know, you know, people might actually enjoy hearing us talk about this kind of stuff. Other people are doing like professional podcasts and staying on schedules and getting new sponsors, so, and we're us. So let's talk about trucks here. Okay, how many S10s have you owned? Legit, really? Yeah, legit. Uh, last time I counted, I was right at 63. And what year was it when you counted? Well, probably like last year. Okay. So, so not as, not as long ago as you so think. So you're getting close to 70. No, I think that's, that's, I think I'm including the last two purchases in that number. I think I've mentally rounded up. So are so. you planning to hit 70 before mm-hmm. 2000? I, I actually had always planned to stop on 50 because I wanted 50 to be my grandmother's S10 that she bought new. Oh. But I couldn't get a hold of so it. So now we got to go for 100 is what you're one saying. Of my, one of my uncles has taken over it, and now it's rusty and sad. But she had bought it brand new, 2003 2.2 automatic truck, stepside, uh, indigo blue. Automatic? But, yeah. Brought it brand new. It was the last year of a single cab. And she, uh, 2002? Because wait a 2003. N- I, I may be wrong in this because there's more S10 experts than me, but I think 03, I think it was X cabs only. No, see, my buddy had a, uh, a heat edition. It was an 03 model. Okay, 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 okay. I'll definitely take that. And I it was, wasn't uh, sure. It made no horsepower. And then 04, it was four doors only. That I'm sure of. And then 05, it was just Blazers. You know, you, there's only S series. So really? 05 is the newest. I thought the Blazers ended with. Mm-hmm. The single caps. No, the the Trailblazers and Blazers overlap for a few years. I did not know mm-hmm. that. I Absolutely. thought as soon as they came out the Trailblazer, mm-hmm. it was the end. You can get an 05 Blazer. So does like do they have like more amenities with them? 
They had Double Den Radio. Yeah, oh, speaking of which, number 63, Yeah, uh, it actually has a factory Double Den. It's the well, first one. That's our, it's a unicorn. And then let me tell you a really interesting story. Huh. Um, so, you know, forever and ever and ever, and this is this is fun to me, forever, sad to me, forever and ever, you always see the cheap Pioneer Double Den at Walmart, the AVH120BT. Yeah. 119 bucks. Yeah. You know, and that was like 10 of them. It's, yeah, so easily. I was like, well, that's cool, but it only has one output. So, you know, if I was going to do that, I'd have to get a line driver, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, uh, I got this new truck, and I said, well, you know what? I need, it. I need a radio in it because it's got – I don't really understand why, but they've crammed an RDS radio from a Trailblazer in it. Uh, Jonathan Butler was kind enough to point that out to me that it was a Trailblazer radio, not a Blazer radio – or not an SN radio. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. But all the buttons are faded, so I was just going to get something cheap for the time being, so I was going to run and get one of those AVH120BTs. And, and I went to Walmart, and they didn't have it, so that's funny. They didn't have a place for it, so it's weird. Well, I went home and I looked for all the Walmart.com, you know, on the, or on the app and stuff, and, and looked at all the regional WalMarts, and nobody had it. I'm like, well, every Walmart has that head unit. What the hell? And and I got on Walmart.com and 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 looked, and like the only place I was seeing it was like third-party resellers. Well, then I got on Amazon. I'm like, fuck, I know Amazon's got it. No, just third-party resellers, three and four hundred dollars. I'm like, what the hell? Then I get a Crutchfield. Now this blew me away. I get a Crutchfield, dude. Double DIN units, DVD units, zero in stock. Are you serious? Zero. None. I get on Sonic Electronics, two models in stock, and both of those are thousand dollar plus units, and they had low availability. Everything else out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. So I, I did a little Google, like what the hell? Because I hadn't looked at them forever. Turns out the fact the electronics factory in Sri Lanka or wherever that burned down in March, yeah, they made the resistors for the capacitive screens, and that was like the only place in the world that those come from that Pioneer and shit bought from, and all the oh, big companies bought from. So there is a worldwide. Capacitive screen resistor shortage, and because of that, you go look. You pretty much can't buy a double DIN. So you're saying my double DIN that I paid six hundred dollars for is worth more now? Twelve hundred twelve years ago is worth more than what I paid for it twelve years ago. Absolutely. My my six hundred dollar Pioneer uh, flip screen, yeah. that, that uh, the MVX thirty five hundred that I paid literally six hundred bucks for. Chris Wilson paid six hundred bucks for it. I paid him back because you know <laughs> he was in Lexington is the only one they had. Uh, I love Chris Wilson. Hugs and kisses. But anyway. Um, hashtag bring hell, unleashed back. Yeah. Hashtag bring back unleashed. God, I wish unleashed was back. Damn it. Damn you, Chris Wilson. I know you don't listen, but damn you, Chris Wilson. Yeah. Connor bring will tell back him. unleashed. Connor will tell him. Connor don't listen. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> listens. Seriously, man. We got so there's no. There's Farva listens sometimes. So what, what about single dance? No problem as long as we're not a touchscreen. So it's just touchscreens? Just touchscreens because of a specific resistor made for the capacitive screens. I assume that's why the ultra high end mm-hmm. did not have, because I believe that's a completely different touchscreen technology. It's like OLED or blah, 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 blah. Um, but that's all I had. To, look, Crutchfield, if you don't believe me. Crutchfield, Holy crap, man. Out. That is amazing. It's sad. I mean, of all the stupid things you'd ever think that you, you need and you can't get, a damn cheap double. Well, anyway, so here's where it's funny. The next day. Jeremy Dixon, because he was with me when I went to Walmart to look for one. He texted me, he's like, dude, you won't believe this. Walmart has this head unit. I'm like, what? And he sent me a picture. Literally, they had one in stock, and they had a new place for it, only one, $119. Jeremy watched him put it in the shelf. So he got it for me. And, and uh, uh, no, he didn't get it for me. Somebody got it for me. Did, did, did Jeremy hold on to it, though, so no one could run off with it? Yes. Uh, yes. Love yeah. Jeremy. I sent girl up there, I think. <laughs> but, but but anyway, but he made sure I got it, and they made sure I got it and stuff. So I got it, but they're still not listed at Walmart.com, and you no other store show them in stock. So you did get it, though, for I sure. I do have it, yeah. Man, so are you going to resell it for 500 or $600? No, no, I'm going to use it in that damn extreme. $600? I, no. That pays for that, that, that uh, four-link you need. So because of the stupid H-word cruise, I literally, three-link, I literally... 
Uh, you're putting a three. You're not gonna put a three link on that, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm gonna keep the factory gas tank. Factory, dude. I'm keeping the ground effects. Is it not going like frame? No. No wow. interest. Okay, so uh, no should effects. I go? Should I go get in the closet now or what? Is this motherfucker's gonna cave in? Why do you say that? It's gonna be cool. A bag truck that doesn't lay on the ground and leak it's all along the effects. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not against it in any way. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. against it. I'm just saying it's weird for you to have. I want a daily on air because the H word crews ruined me. Seeing all those trucks lay out in unison, it absolutely, you're, you're not going to figure that shit out. I already out. Did. I figured it out now. It, what it was is that the lever had not been used enough to work. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So let's see. H word crews went to Scrape Fest, went to Prohibition. Uh, you've done a lot of paintball shit. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, I covered in bruises. Uh, uh, JR show. We had a, we had the, uh, uh, JR had the piece together show. And uh, it was a, it was an interesting turnout. Um, there was another show that was literally, and it's, it's very poor. I'm not sure where the, the lack of communication come from. You know, JR's location is Perry County Park, and he does good things. It's a show put on for autistic kids and stuff, and they were able to help out a family with an autistic child um, the, and raised quite a bit of money, a couple thousand dollars, I think, for him. But anyway, so they put on this show, but then somebody else come in and got a new location, Perry County Central High School, which is literally 400 yards away from it. I know that for a fact because I flew my drone down there to check out their show while I was on the on the DJ booth. Are you shitting me? No, dead serious. And, and the whole parking lot was nothing but new Mustangs, new Challengers, a couple of old cars. But still, it's money for and, kids. So, yeah, but it was about the same size of JR's, and that's the shitty thing. So if, if, if one of those dudes had just you know moved a weekend or something, or this guy that you know decided to take this location that JR had been using for years, if he had you know done the professional thing, so well, I'm going to either move farther away or I'm going to switch a weekend. No, that's what that one guy was really good for. What's that? Haywood Smith. Always the most oh, my God, yes. Yeah, because yes. his calendar he, would keep that from happening. And he would literally, like, yell at people for double booking. He would. He was he like, would. no, what are you doing? There, can't you tell there's a show this weekend? And, and, and that's, a, that's a big loss. You know, and, and we've talked about him already. Yeah, we that's, have. That's a big he loss. He was a good that's guy. Something. He was a good guy. He really was, man. That's a, I don't know, but, you know, no one else took it over. And someone no. needs to be the calendar guy. You know? Calendar man. I wish Batman. there was a <clears> – <throat> the problem is, is any type of site you see – like, for example, you've got KentuckyCarshows.com, but that's literally just the DJ from that area that went, the the, the Charlie Napier dude that was, uh, that did Freddie Green's show. Mm. Remember the guy that yeah. all he wanted to talk about was politics and Jesus? Yep, that, that's and the dude. that really sucked. Yeah. Uh, because but for, I that, go to but car that show shows to get away from but politics sh- and Jesus. But that show was fun, and it was the best chocolate milk I ever drank in my life. show was amazing, best chocolate milk ever. Yeah. Um, and we will be debuting a shirt there next year. We will. And I'm very excited is, is about it, that. Is it in March? No, April. Mid-April. is like April 15th-ish, yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. So, but anyway, um, and, and yeah. So That's a fun show, though. He has KentuckyCarshows.com, but all he does is list the shows he goes to, or he does and stuff. You know, what, what there used awesome? to be just a, I used to run AppalachianCarshows.com, and I tried to list almost everything, but it's just impossible. You know, what, what would be really great is if there was a calendar, like online, you could submit your show, mm-hmm. and then the person that controlled the website, all they had to do was hit approve. Yeah. And it would pop up on the calendar. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would love to see it regional, you know, just for my own selfishness. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would love to see, again, somebody at AppalachianCarshows.com, like what yeah. I used to have. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like you said, have a, a form submission. That's cool. That way you wouldn't have to do all the work of tracking them down. Yeah, absolutely, man. Because yeah. that was the hardest part because I try to do that and I would go 
all sorts of sources. I'd look at all the regional DJs. I'd just Google a lot of times. And then, like, I knew shows or I knew festivals. I would Google, like we talked about festivals earlier, I'd Google, like, Paintsville Apple Days and see if they had a car show or, mm-hmm. or West Virginia, or Sorghum Festival, West Liberty, to see if they had a car show. And, and then, I mean, I put in some legwork to see that. And, you know, you, you would think with the Internet it would be easier and there would be a lot more people communicating that out. But it's really what frustrates me there's like the east kentucky car shows group east kentucky car no, show. That, that's 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 not it sucks it sucks and like half the shit is in berea and lexington i'm like that's not eastern kentucky man people don't understand what, what the definition of eastern kentucky is apparently uh, i don't know because moorhead is people consider that and that's barely barely moorhead is the top to me yeah i uh, mean like it's the pinnacle yeah and that's yeah, it yeah. and that, that yeah. they, um, absolutely uh i guess it, by our definition is winchester no no yeah. No. I've lived there. No. <laughs> you lived in Winchester? Yeah, for a little bit. I forgot that. Yeah. Yes, you did. This is a sh- Mathchester. Oops. That was cool. <laughs> that looks like Bukaki. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at that. Look well, at that. You know what? I, look at that. The fact that I just kicked your voodoo cream pie Mountain Dew all over the floor. <laughs> Oh my I think wow. it's time to wrap this up. Um, I think because I need to clean the floor now. <laughs> so, there was something else I wanted to talk about. I remember what it was now. It was going to be good. It's burning a hole in the linoleum. Name's <laughs> <laughs> burning a hole in the linoleum. If it's anything like any hotel in Florida, it's just going to be staying there, and you'll see it with the UV mirror. <laughs> what was your other thing you wanted to talk about? Uh, was we going to talk about the show on the sixteenth? Really? Because. Okay, so it's let's coming talk about that a little bit. It's yeah, coming absolutely. up, and we'll probably talk about it multiple times. So let's see. What is today? Today is 929. Uh, so yes. the, the next episode, uh, October like 10th, that's a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I've got two state troopers coming in, uh, PAO officer Trooper Matt Gayhart yep. and Trooper Mike Burton, who's car guys, and it'll be a lot of fun. But two Kentucky State Police are coming to interview with us that afternoon, so that'll be. And they're the ones the running the show, right? They're the ones running the show. I'm just, I'm just assisting those guys. They're the ones running the show, and they're going to come in and talk about it. And we're going to ask them how many fourth graders they can kick the shit out oh, of. I'm both them big, big <laughs> dudes. I mean, it's, <laughs> I think it'll be funny. This is going to be a real funny conversation. This could be a really, and I warned them ahead of time. Like, guys, we are not. It's we're, gonna, we're not horrible, what you're going to expect. Horribly inappropriate. All Completely the time. inappropriate. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell us the worst story ever on domestic violence. You know, and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's How the many drug bust have you done today? <laughs> oh yeah, this is going to be good times. Uh, this is going to be good times. Uh, um, so so the, the, this show is October sixteenth. It is from one to five p.m. So it's an afternoon show, and that's because of you. Because I made sure that they put it in the afternoon, so you didn't have to lose I'm any not coming sleep. To, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't come there anyways. I just show up at one o'clock regardless. <laughs> you know. It's ironic it's, it's not just it's not just mini truck shows or car shows yeah. in general uh we start playing paintball at 10 o'clock you know what time i arrive 130 yeah 132 yeah i figured as much <laughs> so I, I i don't uh, yeah, but someone I see said, your occasional facebook you know shay is going to this at 10 30 no he's not <laughs> no he's not he's i should send him a message and say no nah. <laughs> but those guys know you obviously <laughs> yeah and i show up i'm like yeah i'm not coming here early in the morning so, so like tonight that. you know i told you to be here at 6 45 because i was hoping you show up at 7 to 7 4 <laughs> <laughs> but luckily i was way behind too um and i scared the shit out of you by standing at the door oh dude i was open door looking at my phone as usual oh god that's so funny um, I'll tell this much. Maybe I'm on one of the shirts. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, artwork. And uh, they put the phone in my hand. I thought that God, was so I, pay, great. I did not pay attention to that. The middle one? The one? Yeah. My phone, the phone's in my hand. It's oh, really funny, that actually. Is awesome. I thought that was a I nice did, touch. I, that is a nice touch. I thought it was a nice touch. So Please tell me. It's just, it, it looks just like your phone, too. That's just a gray phone. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's not really that difficult. Is it glued to your hand? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and it's funny because a lot of pictures, like from Revolution and stuff, I have the phone in my hand. Am oh. I really that bad? Oh, absolutely. That sucks. Absolutely. You know, only time I don't see you with the phone in your hand is while we're on this podcast. Neat. Yeah. Even Neat. when you're driving down the highway, it's in your hand. <laughs> no, I'd say that. <laughs> so, anyway, Kentucky State Police, Cruising with Cruiser Show, we yeah. are loosely involved. Mm-hmm. I will be DJing that show during the day. But then at five o'clock, after the awards, oh, the awards are gonna be cool. So Winter Fab, uh, Matt from Winter Fab in North Carolina or South Carolina, he did the uh, metal parts of the awards. So it's kind of hard to describe without a picture, but it essentially looks like something you actually put down on a gravestone marker. So now that sounds kind of morbid, but it will incorporate full graphics, metal, and a wood base. J.W. Halk is making the wood base, so nice. it's going to be professionally done wood base, professionally done metal stand. There's going to be a top ten kids pick. And then there's going to be some special awards uh, from Brandon Shirley, the best of show, mayor's pick, and state police pick. And, and maybe a couple more. I'm thinking doing something about clubs. Uh, and I, I, may, uh, I may even bring back the old heritage hood ideal and see if uh, one of my buddies wants to paint a hood to give away for the best club. And Because uh, we always give away painted hoods the last yeah. few years, and that's something I thought was really, really cool. So anyway, that's kind of my thinking. So that would be cool. If you're into awards and shit, that's cool. But, again, it's a donation-only show. We really want to see a big mini truck presence because, again, legal dragon. After you know, after five o'clock, after the show's over, or hell, the night before, I don't care. You can cruise as much as cruise you as much want. as you want. Absolutely, they're gonna. They're this gonna, is a legit cruise show. Yeah, absolutely. They're gonna block off the uh, the bypass here for the uh, supercar shit that's supposed to be there and nah, stuff like that. I'm driving yeah. more cruiser down. But uh, they want to do some drag runs and stuff too. But I think we'll just kind of take over Main Street. Oh, oh, by the way, that's I, the important. If part. I, I might have heard that I think maybe Oktoberfest and Whitesburg is going on that same weekend. What is, what is that? Like, I think they do a lot of drinking on the streets and stuff for, you know, Oktoberfest. The, the Dutch sure. beer thing. Should be an interesting weekend if you're into drinking and mini trucks. That doesn't sound like a good segue, does it? It does not. And state uh, but, police stuff. But, but I, I'm going to hop oh, yeah. from truck to so, truck. So, so a couple of police presents come in. I love this. Check this out. So my buddy Jason, big tall Jason, um, he's going to be coming over from Wise County hmm. and bringing Wise County Sheriff Department. Well, our, our buddy Marty that puts on the Joker's Wild Car Show in Rutledge, Tennessee, he's a police hmm. officer. And he actually told me this past weekend at Scrayfest that he was going to have to work mandatory overtime. So I said, you know, what if maybe I can send a letter of grease the wheels there? Well, he went in and talked to a sheriff and said, look, this is for a police cause. You know, is there any way that, you know, maybe you can let me off that day? And said so the sheriff got real quiet. And he said, well, hell, he's not going to let me go. He said, well, how about this? How about we take a couple other officers and take these two brand new cruisers we just bought and we'll escort you to the show and they can show with you. So mm. come and from Tennessee is two police cruisers and a line of a few custom vehicles. No joke. Be coming up 11W, going out US-23 through Virginia, through Kentucky. That's pretty cool, So man. I'm going to have a photographer on the state line catching this lights and sirens, blue light cruise, and I may even have a local police officer intercept them and escort them the rest of the way in to make it kind of a procession. So when's the last time you've seen some mini trucks being brought in by lights and siren cruisers? Hell, it's heritage. That's it. Yeah. Uh, is, is, are, is there going to be a... Uh... Like a police-led cruise through town? I mean, we're going to have tons of police. Should we? I mean, like right we have the, the siren now. Ooh. You, the siren exists, and it works religiously at Ooh. 4.30 every day. It's 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 a dream. Right? Well, here's the question. At what point do I get too involved, and it becomes just a rip-off of the H word? Mm. I don't want that to happen. I when, you are the, when you're the promoter, which you're not, you're just going to have – the cruising doesn't count. That's not actually the show. That's what's yeah. going to happen after the show. It's going to be awesome. It's kind of like living in town. 
you know, be, and everybody right. coming to your house. And of course, then a couple of weeks later, you've got Robbie uh, Williams and Justin White show. The, oh, the the, the that they're doing for the, the kids and stuff. Yeah, is it for thing. Christmas thing? Yeah, but there's not going to be cruising or dragging there that I know of. So no, this will be your last good chance this year. It probably be cold by that time, so it, you probably won't yeah. be able to cruise your windows down anyways. You'll freeze your ass off. Yeah, I hope you have a working heater. Yeah. Um, Good luck for Brandon Shirley in the brown truck because it does not. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons I sold it. Yeah. And I love that truck. And Why I'm didn't so it have glad. working heat? Because of the Sonoma. Because it got to the point I was getting ready to buy a vintage Air Ford. Oh, yeah, you was. was. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? So, now see, the, the then he tr- buys listen, a listen, another listen, truck. No, listen, damn it. <laughs> see, I, all the money I made from the brown truck, and I've still got the most of it, I put in the Sonoma budget. So I did exactly what I wanted to do. Any, any money I made off the brown truck. Went, goes right back into the Sonoma. So I have not taken away from the Sonoma. I just managed to sell a kid to pay for the new extreme. Huh. It's okay. It wasn't my favorite kid. That's, I don't yeah. really care about that. I don't care about the truck. <laughs> so so it, I'm not cutting it. So, so a couple of people said, well, how is this, JW, how does this help you get the Sonoma done? Thank you, well, JW. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Thank you. JW. You're not the only one that said it to him. Yay. Um, yeah, Chris wasn't shady. <laughs> but anyway, hmm. um, Jeremy supported me. God bless it. Yeah, but Jeremy, Jeremy just he supports you in bad habits. He does. He That's does. I like him. <laughs> you need that friend. Him and Fargo, they're kind of like little devils on my shoulders. Oh, sometimes. I have no doubt. Yeah. I have no yeah. doubt. Jeremy, but Jeremy, what the hell are you? I, I'm just a devil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. A do I have an angel friend? Do I have a Ned Flanders? I do not have a Ned Flanders. You actually, you, you have a Ned Flanders that works. Is for that you. Chris? It's Chris. It's Chris Wilson. Yeah, I say it's about as close as you get. But you actually have Ned Flanders that actually works for you. True. He looks just like him and talks and, like him and yeah, everything. Doesn't cuss. Doesn't very cuss. Religious. Wow. Loves guns. It's crazy in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not great guy, great guy, but great guy, but just but like he's Ned Flanders, Flanders, absolutely one hundred percent mustache. And all. Three boys with his names that all rhyme. Do they really? So we'll say they do. Uh, I'm sure. I can't remember, but I think so. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's wrap this up, man. I think uh, we've covered everything. Yeah, come out if you're in the region and you want some mini truck stuff to do on October sixteenth. Come out and hang out with us. It's yeah, so a, come cruise. It's a guys. donation only show. It supports Kentucky State Police Shop with the Troopers. Come uh, get some money and come then get some cruise. So kids have a good Christmas. Come and cruise, cruise and drag and don't eat the McDonald's. Don't eat the McDonald's. Um, the uh, there's much better eat at least. Uh, so. It's not going to be open. Uh, the pizza rolls are good at, at Double Quick. They're don't, not. Lee hasn't had one forever. Yeah, you know. It, it, he doesn't like pepperoni. You can't, so, you can't take him for that one. So what you're saying is you like the sausage. Huh? I love sausage. Oh, good for you. You like, you like the way sausage feels in your mouth? Man, man, they used to have an Italian sausage one. That was good. That sounds like a bellyache. Well, man, man, you only live once. Yeah. I'm going to go show you my truck. So let's wrap it up. Okay, let's do it. So, uh, You've reached, wow, you've actually lasted an hour and a half with us on the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. That guy's got a mop. You should probably go for that. You're going to take that. Sure <laughs> right. so, it's, so it's the first <laughs> It's the first time back in almost a month. Hey, could you imagine we, the guy that has to clean up after in the rooms under a porno? What a fucking shitty job. Because that's what it's basically going to be like for him because there's if a it's cocky a sh- in the floor. If it's under. a shitty job, then it's a completely different type of porno that I'd prefer not to watch. Fair enough. You win. When once again, the, you can't top that. One. Once again, <laughs> if for some reason, God forbid, you like what we do, please look us up on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So you know, since you made me feel guilty for posting personal things on Instagram on like the LCD podcast, and, like my food and shit. And, and, so I've started my own personal Instagram account. Yeah, so you can look Lee up now. Yeah, it's and thanks to you, the it's at it's at <laughs> Dirt Track Motor. That is my username. Is <laughs> Dirt Track Motor. I laughed so hard when I see that. 
because of you. And and that's it. And it's got a picture of me and my weenie dog graph that passed away oh last year. God. And oh, it's got one picture of some mountains. <laughs> dirt track motor bar is the best part. I'm going to do a bunch of random shit on it that has nothing to do with anything important. And I'll put my DJ stuff there so I can keep it separate from the LCD. Yeah. And I'll try and keep the LCD Instagram a little more on point so you don't have to yell at me anymore. <laughs> Make me cry. Just say it. <laughs> Just say it's just what I'm that's what I'm good for. All right, man. Hour and a half, blah, blah, blah. If you like what we do, find us on Instagram at LCD Podcast or on Facebook at LCD Podcast or Facebook.com slash blah, 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 blah. Who cares? If, um, if you know it, you know it. If not, remember, cool. bring your Ouija boards on the 16th. We're Absolutely. Summon some fucking Shay's demons. Do some cold stuff. I'm going to summon some um, fucking demons. I don't, I'm assuming we're not setting up the actual booth, even though we do not have our custom tent. Uh, we will not be setting it up, but if you want a shirt, you should let us know yep. before. And Didn't somebody order one online like three weeks ago and I've not got it to you? I've, if you're a listener, I'm I had, sorry. I, I had will refund uh, your money. I had I had an extra large at the house. Did you really? Yeah. I will not refund your money. It's already awesome. gone. It's already shipped. Great. It's good deal. Sh- I, I, yeah. Good deal. Okay. But I, yeah, I, if, I do need the other shirts we talked about. We're now. getting ready for the 2022 stuff. You know, we'll still have a few 2021 shirts at the beginning of next year, but I'm assuming they will not go. Or they, they will go pretty fast. You know, we oh, only yeah. have a handful. Oh, yeah. And uh, awesome. All right. Let's just go home. All right. Let's, let's, go, let's go. go. So, say goodnight, Shay. I love Colts. <laughs> it's been a while since you heard that, huh? He really he loves, he loves Colts. See y'all next time. Lord, you went and done it again. You made it through another hour or two of listening to them hillbillies telling them good old front porch stories. You and don't worry none at all. Them boys will be back faster in a black bear winter, hurting here in a week or two. Until then, hope to see y'all back around these parts soon.